0: To go give a training you have the time to think about every action you just made uh, almost almost um, and i do that and i try to do that uh, I try to go go through of course i don't stand there out there for four hours and and thinking every action but i, I go through them quickly uh, every action i made also the good ones and uh, those good. keep the feeling that was not they could uh, tell myself what i need to do to make the next one even better or, or keeping that same. If I, make it, if I make it perfect, then I try to keep that, uh, that feeling uh, every time. And, and that's, that's, the, that's the way for me to, to develop my game.
1: Today's episode is presented by
0: goalkeeping.com.
1: Hello, guys, and welcome to a new episode of the Gloves on podcast. We're your host, Alexander Brams. And as alongside me is Marcus Sunden, as always. And today we are joined by a new guest, a Danish goalkeeper, Oliver Christensen. Welcome.
0: Thank you very much, Alexander.
1: We are very pleased to have you on. Oliver is a local guy for me, if you can say that growing up uh, in the same club. And yeah, I remember when I was 15, I saw Oliver coming up training with my team, which was three years older. And yeah, already then I started uh, knowing who Oliver was. And remember that few goalkeeper practices we had, and could already see that it was something special. So, Oliver, tell us a little bit about your your youth and your development in Odense Ball Club. Yeah,
0: as you as you said, uh, I think uh, I was around uh, 11, 12 years old when I when I came to Odense um and and uh, i played in in my in my local club before that and um yeah i started i started being a goalkeeper around eight nine years old i think um i always always were good with a, with a ball between my hands uh i played handball and i i of course I, I played football but i enjoyed it the most when i was inside the the two posts uh, that was that was uh that was my thing and I was, I was quite good at it um, and then I was never afraid uh, of the ball or, or getting hurt or anything like that so so yeah I uh, I did quite good and then I came to, to Odense uh, uh, quite young also um, and yeah starting to get good practice, goal, goalkeeping practice by by educated uh, goalkeeper trainers and then as you also mentioned, sometimes I train with the with the older guys, which also gave me a, a lot of experience. Even though I wasn't I wasn't that big when I was 12 years old, um, um, so so I think I was around 14 when I when I could reach a crossbar, which of course uh, which of course gave gave me a, I had to to uh, to have a good technique and and to to uh, cover the goal the right ways uh, because yeah. Uh, I, I didn't have the, the, the high the high advantages uh, at as as somebody somebody have. Um, so yeah, I think they gave me the they gave me the, the motivation and 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 the and also the the need of, of getting to, to know um, the the technical aspect of, of being a goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, brilliant. That that makes sense. I can definitely relate to that and I bet there's a lot of keepers out there who can relate to that too. So I uh, forgot to say in the intro that you currently play at Hertha Berlin in the Bundesliga, um, but we'll get back to that later on. So, so talk us through, we don't want to hear all the story, but obviously you were passionate about goalkeeping at a young age. And as you said, you develop your technical abilities, but talk us through the, the step from U19 to senior football.
0: Yeah, I was I was a quite good uh, United goalkeeper. Uh, I think I I was um, I was a little bit of a late bloomer also because of my my physical uh, development was a little bit late. um, I would say, of course, Uh, I think uh, between the ages of fourteen and sixteen, I. I growth around uh, 13 or 15 centimeters. Um, so of course I had to figure out my body and my coordination and everything. And then I think in in, in that uh, that time period um, I was struggling a little bit. Uh, there was a few that was in front of me. But but when I I got when I got to around uh, 190, which I'm also now, um, uh, I, I started to 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 figure it out with my body and really everything. Um, so to from then and also uh, I got a new goalkeeper called Lars Bjeng uh, who's also been on, on this podcast and and I think those two things were were quite uh, quite important to me because last game he was uh, very into the technical aspect of being goalkeeper controlling your body uh, a lot of uh, movement um which we also had with with the other goalkeeper coaches, but uh, last year he was uh, he was just uh, he was a little bit better, uh, and he was also the the first team goalkeeper coach. Um, so so yeah, uh, we worked a lot, and I started to I started to, to train with the with the seniors also uh, around uh, 16, 17 years old, um, which of course also developed me a lot because yeah, they were professionals and. Uh, the strikers they were they were better and uh, they were more clinical than the finishing and, and yeah I think uh, I think that was uh, that was quite important to me um, and I think that that you um, you also have to to like uh, I think um, goalkeeping is also about to 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 develop your own style and 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 to take a little bit from from everywhere uh, you know, what you see in television uh, and I was so lucky that I. I was training with uh, St. Grutebust, uh, who was uh, one of the best goalkeepers in the Danish league, and was on the Norwegian Norwegian national team also. Um, so I could see him like hands on uh, what he did and how he approached uh, the way of being a goalkeeper. So, so I think that like those things were quite important to me. And of course, when I then made made the step from from youth to to senior football yeah, there was there was a there was a difference um, i think most important thing for me was that that i got out of the school uh, not, not that it's important for everybody but i got out of the school and and, and you have to know that my days were uh, i went out at at 7 uh, i would take the bus to school or training at at like uh, 730 then I would, would, would train in the morning, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I would train with the, with the academy. Uh, and uh, I would say Mondays and Fridays, I would train with the, the seniors. Um, so I started early, then I, after training, I would go back to school uh, and then I would go, after school, I'll go back to train with the academy uh, from Monday to, to, I had one day off with the academy, which was Wednesday. But all the other days I trained in the afternoon also. So I had like maybe seven or eight uh, training sessions every day. and also had school. So there was a lot uh, for me to to handle. And, and there was a lot of things to to think about. So when I when I got out of the school and only could focus about football, that there was where uh, I really uh, developed uh, and I developed fast. Um, and I got from in two months, I got from being the number four. Odense to be number two and uh, I was so uh, lucky or so uh, uh, I was so so good that I got myself in a position where Sting Gurubust uh, was injured or ill and I got my debut against uh, Bromby around October um, so everything happened like quite fast uh, when I went out of school and that 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 I think was was that was uh, that thing about about um, only focusing on one thing that was that was like that was major for for me. Um, not not that it is for, for everybody. I would not recommend a, a, all young goalkeepers to drop out of school when they're fifteen. But but that was uh, like a deal breaker for me for sure.
1: Yeah, it makes sense to to really get focused on on football when when you have school. Uh, but of course, school is important and having that high school. Uh, Secondary school uh, degree is, is important because there's always a life after football. But Oliver, you mentioned it yourself, your, your debut against Brønbø. Uh, and we remember Lars Bjerring uh, talking about this, saying that you were just cool, calm and collected in front of the, the best, probably some of the best fans in Denmark, uh, loudest fans if not. Um, so, so tell us about that. How do you remember being told you have to play that game, and then walking into the stadium with fans screaming, probably
0: terrible words against you. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Um, there was a there was a really big day in, in my career, and, and you you only get one chance to to get a good first impression, and uh, I I was so so lucky that that uh, that I did I did good that game. Of course, uh, I was also a little bit lucky. Uh, I made, I made some mistakes. You will make mistakes when you're a young goalkeeper and you will go into the goal, but you have to, you have to not be afraid to make those mistakes. And, and I think that was the, the major thing about that game that I was not afraid to make mistakes. Um, I remember like the, the my first action uh, in the game, that was a, a deep pass for Camille Vilcek, who was the top scorer of the Danish league, uh, one of the most clinical finishers. And I was on the edge of the box um, and trying to, reached that uh, deep pass, and I could just see, like, when I was running out, oh, fuck, I'm not going to reach this ball. Um, so I just stopped and waited for him, to tried to dribble me, and I tackled him with my feet, and, and um, yeah, there was, like, it yeah, could have gone wrong, you know, I could have started running back into the goal, but I made a decision, and, and I tried to, like, make the best of it, and, and I think there was... There was like a, I think there's a pretty good example if you don't know me and then you watch clips. And that particular clip is is like who I am. That's what I do when I play in the goal. I take chances and I'm not afraid to make mistakes. And often it goes quite well. Uh, so of course, sometimes you fuck up. Uh, everybody does. And then that's that's I think that's a pretty uh, pretty important thing to remember when you when you are. In, in the, in, the, in the goal that, that no matter how hard you try or, or no matter yeah, if you are the best goalkeeper in the world, you will eventually you will fuck up. And, and I think that that's an important thing also to remember when you are young, because everybody will tell you how oh, you have to play safe, you have to do this, you have to do that. Don't make too many mistakes because then the newspapers and the fans will start talking, blah, blah, blah. And that's, yeah, you cannot, you cannot, uh, you cannot learn uh, in that way. Uh, if, if you have that mindset so that's so why I, I approach the game like I approach any other football game I ever played I, I played the way that I play of course uh, you don't you don't have to be reckless and go after every ball but you you have to play a in your intuition and, and your instinct and, and, and I think that's that's the way that I play and then of course sometimes I look a little bit crazy or maybe I, I get lost uh, uh, in, a, in a in a deep pass, but, but that's that's um, that's how I play the game.
2: Awesome! Uh, I really appreciate that you that you highlight that because I think that's a very important aspect of of being a goalkeeper and breaking through like you did in the Danish Super League. And uh, I want to dive a little bit into our former guest, your former goalkeeper coach at Odense Lars Piang. We had him on an episode as. As you talked about in the beginning of the episode. And uh, I would say 80% of the episode that we had with Lars was uh, actually about you. I think you've heard it yourself as well, where we really talked about, as a goalkeeper coach, believing um, in your goalkeepers and showing them confidence and building confidence in your goalkeepers and how important it is. Um, because for the listeners that don't know out there, you got your debut when you were a very young goalkeeper um, and you became obviously better and better with, with the games you played and you, you got more and more games in the Danish league and become became the first choice. And I think there was at some point actually a lot of hype about you as well. Uh, positive hype, of course, because this young goalkeeper is breaking through in, in the league. And I remember we talked with Lars about that. His most important task in order to develop you was to show you confidence and make you feel welcome and feel home in both the session but also on the field so how big of an impact would you say first of all last had on your career so far in Odense but also how important was it for you that your goalkeeper coach believed in you and, and showed that he believed that
0: you can play on this level yeah, of course, that's a, that's a major thing. Uh, like I also said, that it was also important for me uh, when I was a youth goalkeeper um, because he's a very, very good goalkeeper coach. Um, but but yeah, of course, um, uh, uh, trust and and uh, and uh, comfort is 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 very important when you're a goalkeeper because you have to know that that even though you make a mistake or you don't have a great game that. That you don't have to think about that when you play, because I think as a goalkeeper, and uh, also why that you don't you don't see a lot around in, in Europe that if a goalkeeper have a bad game, they will be on the bench the next game, because goalkeepers need trust and they need to to know that that they can play uh, without fear, because that where you, that is where you get the best performances, um, and and that's uh, that was that was really important to me, and also uh, it was also important to me that, to 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 like uh, learn to play and on a high level, and also to to learn from your mistakes. And Lars was very good at that uh, that aspect of analyzing the games and analyzing uh, certain uh, situation that 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 happen in the that, that that happens in the game. And also, uh, I remember the summer before uh, the preseason uh, before I w- was about to 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 start in the goal. Uh, we also talked through a lot of situations. We worked on a lot of different situations uh, that will occur in, in the games and, and that what that I think was what Lars had, had done very good for me and also what he does uh, very good now with, with another young goalkeeper, Hans Christian Bernard, who who was uh, uh taken over from me in, in Odense. Um he he's very good at that and and, and that's it's that is uh, that is really really important. Also, also important that you, as a club, trust your goalkeeper trainers and your coaches. That when Lars says that we have to play this guy, we don't need a new guy. Uh, this guy, he can do it for us. Um, that they trust the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper coach, and of course they would trust Lars because he's very good at his job. And I think they know that. Also, I know they know that. Um, so, so that's. Yeah, that's a that's a really really important thing uh, being a goalkeeper, especially a young goalkeeper um, that you, you feel that confidence uh, both from your trainers but also from from the club that they don't uh, they don't buy a new guy uh, when when the uh, for me was a it was Sting uh, Grudibus uh, who was going away and then the now from from Jose Bernard it's it's uh, it was me who was going away and both times they didn't buy a new goalkeeper. but they, they took the the young who was uh, who was number two and, and put him in, and and so far it's is going quite good. So I would say they they have a they have a quite good model of of um, of uh, developing uh, goalkeepers in in my former club.
2: Yeah, and I definitely don't think they regret it, uh, at all putting oh, you no. in net, obviously because uh, it paid off at the end, not only for you to become. A, an important player, but also for you to to move on to to, to bigger things, if you can say it like that. Obviously, that benefited uh, the club financially as well. But um, we are here to talk a little bit about you today. So I was wondering when you obviously came in as a young goalkeeper, as we talked about um, in the Danish league, and uh, you had your breakthrough. You imp- you proved that you a solid goalkeeper, and then th- there is a lot of interest from, from outside the world. Um, Danish League is is a league where you you can't say no to to offers from the Bundesliga, from the Premier League, leagues like that. And you had a lot of interest. Um, and as we've talked about as well, you currently play at Hertha Berlin. So can you include us a little bit about, obviously, first of all, how it was to, to get the interest from a big club uh, as Hertha Berlin? but also maybe the challenge it was for you, both mentally but also physically, to, to move from the Danish league into a new league, a new bigger, better league with higher expectations where you maybe don't get the trust you, you had from Lars and, and the, the staff in Odense, but now you go into a club where you, you have to perform and if you don't perform, there is someone else that's just going to take your spot, for example.
0: Of course, if we stop, uh, we, can, we can take it a bit step by step. Um, I think that that uh, the interest, uh, we, we made a plan uh, when, I, when I re-signed half a half year before I became the first goalkeeper in, in Odense. We made a plan that we think that around the summer of 2021, maybe 2022, would be a good opportunity to to maybe uh, look for if everything goes uh, the way we think that it will go. So, uh, Look for a, a new step. Um, um, so we, we made that plan and then yeah, things went how they went and I became the first goalkeeper. I became the first goalkeeper of the, the um, under 21 uh, national team of Denmark and we had a quite good uh, run. Um, we didn't lose a game in 15 games, we went to the quarterfinals and, and the Euros and and everything was was quite good and of course i i performed quite good in the, the danish league and then the summer of 2021 came and then uh, there was there was quite a lot of interest um, out there um, from different leagues uh, different levels um, of course it's you don't know you don't hear everything and you don't have to because uh, the danish league started quite uh, early and and um, i also had to play for for, for Odense and perform good uh, uh, for the club so so yeah I I think I heard about the interest uh, f- first of all was was humble Humboldt was possible I were interested in, in me and we we're going a little bit back and forth and in the end they they came up short with the offer and they go through um, and then I was of course I was a little bit bummed about it uh, about that because that was also a great opportunity for me um, but then uh, came the, and I think like one week after that, that was finished. Heather uh, Berlin uh, came and there was starting to show some interest, starting to watching some games and, and yeah, then everything happened quite fast. And of course uh, I talked with the goalkeeper coach, mainly I talked with the goalkeeper coach uh, from Heather Berlin and it sounded pretty and intriguing and then he, he had he gave me his ideas of how he could develop me and how he saw my game, and um, which which things that we should work on. Because you don't, of course, some some does, uh, but it's difficult to go straight from the Danish league uh, to play every time in the Bundesliga. You need a little bit of time to to develop. I think that's, of course, that's not maybe not the not for everybody. It's the best way, but I think for me that was that was. Quite okay, uh, I feel good about it. Um, so, so of course I came down uh, to, to Berlin and then we starting, started working out and, and you have to know that at that the Berlin staff, it's probably twice as big as, as it is in Odense. We have three physical coaches. We have uh, one goalkeeper coach, uh, but you also have a goalkeeper coach on the second team, one under on, on 19, one under on 17, one under on, on 16, one under on, on 15 all uh, full-time goalkeeper, I think from from U13, they have their own goalkeeper coach on all youth teams. Uh, so, they have, so they have around 11 goalkeeper, full-time goalkeeper coaches uh, employed in, in the club. Um, so everything is bigger, You the training is, is, is of course, it's, it's better, you have better opportunity to, to develop because you have, for me, for example, um, I think that the the main thing that I have, uh, that I still have to, but I also had to when I came, was to, to develop physically, uh, jump higher, uh, be more, uh, gain more kilos, um, stuff like that. It was not, and of course also the some of the technique um, I had to I had to to work on, and then the opportunities to, to work on these things is is is, is better when when you have. Uh, you have the the surroundings that you have in in, in the Bundesliga, and especially at the Berlin, that, that the setup is, is really really good, and that was what was intriguing, uh, and intriguing me for, for for making that move uh, for my career. And, and I think so far, of course, I haven't played uh, any games yet. I played with the with the second team some games, and 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 uh, I also been a little bit of an unlock, unlucky because uh, we have had some training games which been cancelled. And due to COVID, and um, uh, I had to play on, on Friday actually, uh, but I uh, got injured today. Uh, so uh, so I have been a little bit unlucky to 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 show me and and uh, to show me for for the players. But but uh, I have the so far uh, uh, I have the, the the patience to to keep working on my game and and and. Um, Grabbing those opportunities that there is to 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 work on your game in a in a club like Atlet and also of course the, the training with, with great players like Dzenjović, Kevin Prince Boateng, uh, you know, this the the players are quite good uh, in, in the club, and there the the opportunities are, are really, really great to, to develop on your game.
1: Really interesting and and very well. Explained on on your, your trip uh, going to Berlin uh, and you mentioned a lot that you have a lot of patience and that's also, we wanted to talk a little bit about how it was to to go from being a starter to going in, fighting for the position as a young goalkeeper, 22 years old, is still very, very young um, and playing against a, or competing against a 29-year-old uh, who's probably already has like some more Bundesliga Experience. Um, but you already mentioned that. So so happy to hear that, that you still have patience and sorry to hear about the the injuries and so on, but I know you'll get back stronger. Um but again, uh, so so the plan right now for Oliver Christensen is to to what to further develop and keep getting those small opportunities and, and see if you can get in that little window where you can go and and try beat off uh, shvolov
0: Yeah um, it's about stay ready and, and, and stay fit and, and waiting for your opportunity because you don't you don't get 20 30 minutes uh, to, to prove yourself in a game uh, because you don't sub out the first goalkeeper ever uh, unless he's injured or you get a red card you know so you have to wait for your opportunity. Like I did in older, so of course it came, it came faster than I, than I, uh, uh, than I imagined, uh, but you have to stay ready, you have to train good, take care of your body, uh, um, because someday, one day, of course maybe he get injured, uh, these times he could get COVID, uh, um, of course you can also, uh, maybe the coaches think, okay, we, we need a. We need a change, uh, we will try something else. Um, you never know, uh, so you have to stay ready. And, and that's that's what I do. I, I try to to keep getting better and then um, I keep working on, on, on the things that we talked about this summer, I keep working on my body. And I've, I've done that, I've gained, I've gained around uh, four kilos uh, since I came this summer. I, I did after, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, after one and a half months I, I, I gained um, the the one and a half month I gained the 2.5 kilos in one and a half months and and uh, we did this physical test uh, physical physical tests uh, when I arrived and I did them again in November there was a uh, two months after I came and uh, my vertical jumping was improved by f- 5 centimetres standing without the arms and with the arms around 7 centimetres I think it was in two months so I, I've worked on my body and then it's getting better and I'm getting more explosive from from standing positions which they like in, in Germany um, so my body is is, is uh, getting more suitable to play in, in the Bundesliga uh, because the better the players are the more the, the, the less time you have so you need really explosiveness uh, You also see if, if you watch a lot of uh, Bundesliga, then you can see the, the goalkeepers, their style, Jan Sommer, Manuel Neuer, um, Kretzky, not so much Khadetsky, but more of the, the, the someone it's, it's quite a good example of how the goalkeeper coaches and how the trainers, uh, the coaches want you, want the goalkeepers to be. Uh, it's physical, explosive. Good with the feet and, and not afraid to to participate in in the in the box and also the, the deep ball. So so I'm trying to yeah get more suitable for, for that style of of of, uh, of, of game. And I'm getting there. Uh, not hundred percent satisfied yet, but but I'm getting there.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a like a brilliant plan you have there, and and not being satisfied is probably. The best thing because if you're satisfied then how do you develop uh so so yeah um i'm happy to hear that it, it's it's going better and last time when we talked with last behind we also talked about the mindset so now you've talked a lot about like how you work out in this and we can hear that you have a great mindset and and you want to become better and stronger but can you talk us through how you have developed your Elite mindset, and and I remember I've, when we trained last year, uh, in in Christmas twenty twenty, um, I could see the mindset of like an elite goalkeeper. Uh, can can you explain how you developed that?
0: Of course, uh, the the mindset of the, the work ethic is is important in all sports. Um, as you know it, also uh, as a player on a, on a high level, and. and you have to have that the ego to getting to getting better, and you have to work on your game. Especially, um, not especially, but but I think that that goalkeepers, according to to uh, other uh, positions in football, is it, is quite uh, it's quite specific, and, and there's a lot of technique, and, and it's, the technique is quite important. You can't uh, you can't really uh, you can't really skip it. If you know what I mean? You can't skip the, the basics um so, so I think that that um, that kind of uh, that kind of mentality, getting you know details, uh, if you if you don't catch the ball the, the the right way that you notice it yourself, you think, okay, yeah, my hand was a little bit uh, was a little bit uh, coming from a little bit from above. I need to to to, my hand, my hand needs to come from, from inside and out, uh, when, when you, when you train the, 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 the low balls, uh, low catches, um, some things like that. And of course you have a trainer who will tell you when, I uh, remember your hand, not from, not from above, keep it, keep it in a straight line from your body. Um, you need, you, you need, you need that. And of course your trainer will tell you, but you also need to know it yourself, uh, because That's the that's the best way. uh, I think that that you you notice all these small things to yourself because you can go and have this un un, uh, unending uh, conversation with yourself when you train. I have that. I I talk with myself every action. I uh, if I have the time, of course. If you play uh, three against three and you don't have the the and you don't if you you play three against three, you don't have the time to to stand and, and talk with yourself, but if you, when you do go give a training, you have the time to think about every action you just made, uh, almost. almost. Um, and I do that. And I try to do that. Uh, I try to go go through. Of course, I don't stand there out there for four hours and and thinking every action. But I, I go through them quickly. Uh, every action I made, also the good ones. That was good. Keep the feeling. That was not that good. Uh, Telling myself what I need to do to make the next one even better, or, or keeping that same. If I make it, if I make it perfect, then I try to keep that uh, that feeling uh, every time, and, and that's that's the that's the way for me to to develop my game.
1: Yeah, brilliant! Uh, I really like that way where you say you you talk to yourself all through practice and goalkeeper practice. That's something that the listeners out there can can use and start doing themselves. Uh, when you realize what you've done, good or bad, think about it. Uh, get that feeling again on what's good. And if it's not that good, try and get yeah, on top of that. Um, but Oliver, we're coming to an end here. So we will have our usual question, which is, since we're called Gloves on Podcast, what are your favorite gloves and why?
0: My favorite gloves is... Uh... At the moment, and the last couple of years, it's been Woolspot, uh, which is also my uh, my brand. Um, I like uh, I like the I like the, the the way that they they fit my hands. Uh, they are quite a round um, in the in the edges on the fingers, which are which I like, and don't have to be too uh, don't have to be too uh, squared. Uh, I have to be more like a round. Uh, slim uh, surroundings and, and they have to to be uh, they uh, have to be a lot of uh, a lot of latex um, to to like uh, I don't like when they when the latex is this is too thin I think that you you have that in some gloves I think uh, more like the Nikes the the pumas um, it's a long time since I tried the Adidas. I was very into Adidas when I was younger. I had, uh, I had to make these um, funny ones with cuts in in the, cannot remember the exact model. I think it, maybe it was just called Predator, Predator something, um, where they had these uh, cuts in the middle. I don't know if, if any of you remember those, but they had like cuts in the middle. There were yeah, also, it... also uh, you remember those?
1: Yeah, I remember those, and they they look quite similar
0: to the ones out there now, where they still have those little yeah 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 cuts in true, them. True, true. Mm, I, I have, as I said, it's a long time since I've seen an this glove. Um, but that was that was that was really really nice. Um, and they start making uh, like these long uh, long bottoms and, and no uh, no Velcro to to close the glove. I don't. That's not. I don't like that. I don't no. like that. No, nope. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit uh, I'm old school when it comes to that. I need I need the the Velcro uh, make me feel safe, um, which is the most important thing when you when you wear your gloves. So, but um, at the moment it's U sport of course. Um, I haven't uh, explored uh, so many gloves uh, the last couple of years because I've been on on contract with U Um So maybe. Uh, and maybe in, when my contract expires, I will try to, to run through a lot of gloves, uh, and maybe in a preseason and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. Um, but right now, I think who's bought to make the best gloves? And you can also see around the world. Um, unless you have a great uh, Nike or Adidas contract where you get a shit ton of money uh, to play in uh, the gloves and, uh, and the shoes, then I think that most of the guys. Most of the guys out there, they 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 like um, they like Unsport or some kind of brand who are specialized to to making uh, making the the gloves. But yeah that's how it is. Uh, I could I could make a rant. I can maybe I make my own podcast about this because <laughs> <laughs> I could talk for hours. Yeah. No, Oliver, I was that's how stupid they are. Yeah,
1: yeah, Oliver, uh, thank you. That was, that was perfect. Thank you so much uh, for your honesty in this podcast. It was brilliant. We enjoyed it, and time went by really fast. So, so thank you for joining us today.
0: no at all. And I enjoyed it also, and uh, I will uh, listened. I, I've listened to the podcast a lot, and, and, and I think you guys are doing a very good job. So keep it going and then and, uh, and, uh, we talk, we talk soon.
1: Thank you. And to you guys still listening out there, please go follow Gloves on Podcast on your favorite social media, leave a review and share this with one other goalkeeper for them to keep improving. Catch you on the next episode of Gloves on Podcast.